2: All right, everybody, welcome to the Chapman and Randy show. So man, it seems like in the past week, it's been just one tragedy after another. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Orlando shooting. We have a very special guest in the studio here talking to us about it. But last night, man, I lay down in bed. I've been addicted to this show on Netflix. You know, Netflix draws you in. You watch one, then suddenly you're like three seasons in. Anyways, I finish up season two of what I'm watching and turn on the news real quick before I go to bed and see this little boy who was taken at Disney World at the Blue Lagoon. Have you ever been to Disney World? No. Disney World consists of like five or six different parks. In this particular one, they had a lagoon, and these parents are swimming with their baby, and here comes Alan the alligator and yanks the baby. Which, number one, they weren't supposed to be in there. Okay, after 9 p.m., they weren't supposed to be as far as they were. There was a lifeguard on duty, but they were still breaking the rules. So now it's a parenting issue, and it's like a safety issue. You're breaking the rules. And then second, a child died because of negligence. So now two stories in like three weeks where a parent is neglecting their child or just turning the other cheek or just not paying attention, and now a child's... Well, in this case, dead. The gorilla didn't kill the last kid, but it's tragic.
3: You know, and another thing who I really feel bad for is the Orlando Police Department.
2: The divers that had to no, come out No, but you them. think
3: Friday they had that, that Christina Grimes, the girl from The Voice, who got shot? Yeah, oh, that's right. That, that was that. there. Then they had the shooting at the club... And then they have this, this gator. Uh, the city of Orlando, it said, kind of like, it, they asked, like, the LGBT community not to have a vigil that, because they're like, our cops have been up, like, the day after it happened. Our cops have been up for 48 hours, and we can't provide security at the time. So can you guys wait, uh, like postpone it a little bit so we can get some people out here and now this kid goes and gets drilled by you know gets taken off by a gator and then it's like these poor sons of bitch i mean i'm telling you what you better not run from a cop in orlando right now you're gonna take the woods yeah they're being because they're a little bit
2: tired they're definitely battle proven man that that sucks it, the whole thing sucks and i think i posted uh, on social media that you know terrorism politics all this stuff aside man this is a little baby man my son's 18 months old i couldn't imagine my wife said the parents wrestled it down. I don't know how much wrestling you're gonna do against a 12 foot monster with your kid in its mouth. I don't even want to think about what that was. have been. Yeah, imagine like, so. though,
3: like Disney's, like here you go, here's lifetime passes to the park and lifetime flash pass. Well, what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, what? I mean, what is their role in this? They're gonna pay out so much money for that. But if the parents broke the, if the it parents broke the, broke the rule, it specifically says. I saw the signs posted. Doesn't matter. I don't Th- know. That, that family can hire with the family, hardcore attorneys, bro, dude.
3: That family with the with the gorilla, they're gonna get a couple hundred grand, and that kid hopped over two embankments to get in there. You're gonna as much as a sign going stay out of the water, dude. They're, they're gonna not to mention Disney will want to pay to make it go away, and it'd be cheaper than to actually go to a real trial and no jury. If you're gonna be a pretty hardcore jury to be like, no, you guys get shit, beat it, you know, get out of here.
2: I don't know, man, negligence is negligence. All I know is that I got a leash for my kid, and everybody made fun of me when we brought it out, and now I don't care. We were walking through Target today, earlier today, and I had my kid on a leash. I, mean, I gave two shits, because I was like... Hey. I wanted
3: a shot collar, but my wife always <laughs> frowned against the shit get out of line. You only got to hit them once, because you give them the warnings app, and then, you know, the next one's coming is a juice, and you only got to do it once.
2: But that's tragic, and all of our hearts go out to that family, and the entire story It's just horrible, and as much as any parent, I think, is probably trying to not think about it. But if you're a parent out there, it's kind of hard not to. So we just our hearts go out to that that little boy and the family. Okay, so on Sunday we were all forced to endure another shooting in this country, and you know this time it affected a community in America that really has been quiet in regards to to shootings. You know, I mean, most of the shootings you hear about they're done at workplace violence type stuff. A Muslim goes and shoots up a place in San Bernardino or a naval yard. But this particular shooting was focused on a demographic of people. And extremely tragic as this was, my thoughts immediately were, who can we get in here to discuss this with us? Because we have so many friends who are pro-Second Amendment. We have so many friends who are either veterans or, you know, we're working on getting Muslims to come in here. But fate should have it that on Monday, I was scrolling through social media like I always do, and I came across this group, and I don't even know how I came across you guys. I just happened to see you guys on one of the local pages, and it's called the Pink Pistols and Straight Shooters. Isn't that what you guys are called? That's right. That's what you guys are called. Okay. And I sent you an email. You said you'd give our show a couple of listens, and you'd see if that'd be best for you guys, and thankfully, you guys thought this was a platform you'd want to come talk to, and... and All I can say is... You didn't listen that much, did you? (laughs) (laughs) All I can say is it's an honor to have you guys here because, uh, you know, we haven't really talked to anybody really in the gay community. We've talked to a lot of people who are obviously into guns and Second Amendment. It's really easy for us to go find those, me being a veteran and him being, you know, into guns A redneck. Uh, A redneck from (laughs) Fresno. But you guys have a lot to say. I've never seen it from the gay community in general, and so thank you for coming on. You guys want to introduce yourselves real quick? Sure. Uh,
0: My name is uh, Charles. And I am gay and a strong supporter of the Second Amendment. I'm a retired recovering attorney. I was an attorney for 10 years practicing in Los Angeles. And now I am a psychiatric nurse at a local hospital in the locked inpatient psychiatry facility.
1: Yeah, and and I'm Randy, and I am one of the straight shooters. I'm a friend of Charles, actually. And uh, I'm a huge supporter of the Second Amendment as well. I'm a, a science teacher, so I uh, enjoy that. We've sort of known each other for a few years, so we got to know each other in school, and uh, we discovered that we had a lot in common politically and sort of just became friends through our sort of our mutual political interests. And then when this happened... Uh, I don't know what was I probably the only gun nut you knew at that point. Uh, yeah.
0: You and Buck. We went to school with a guy named Buck. Yeah, he's he's a serious gun nut.
2: Buck sounds like he would be a pretty oh, yeah, serious yeah. gun. <laughs> That's his alias, by the way. He probably doesn't want
0: me giving his actual real name, so we'll just call
1: him Buck. No, he's Buck. He's the one trying to convince me to turn my koi pond into a hydroponic tilapia farm for whenever the shit hits the fan at the end of the world or something. <laughs> he's
0: convinced shit's going down. Uh,
1: so he's so he's a prepper. He's oh well. It's who am I to talk about Buck? I love Buck. Um, <laughs> he's a prepper. Um, but he's a great guy, and he and I are both really um, strong Second Amendment guys, and I've sort of gone through an evolution in the past five or six years where um, I've moved towards the libertarian side of things. You know, I was a conservative Republican mm-hmm. for forever, and um, I've just sort of moved over to libertarianism, and along with that comes a deep appreciation for civil liberties yeah. and, you know, the... The rights of all people and that kind of thing. Everybody. Yeah, everybody Mm -hmm. across the board. That's
2: that's
3: literally like what I. They're basically sitting. This is where we came. Actually, the transformation that we made. I went a little bit before you did. You were.
2: I hung on for a while. I think it was uh, thirteen years in the army that kind of kept me super, super right wing and just very narrow minded. But I want to say in the past two years, I've definitely opened up my views in regards to everything, in regards to gay rights, in regards to even abortion on some levels. So. Yeah, so you're talking to the right people. I'm re- man, I'm so stoked you guys are here, man. Like I've been re- looking forward to this all day. But you're not going to get 100% agreement out of Randy and me because I'm still
0: the crazy pro-choice atheist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know. <laughs> well, there's I'm... one
3: Randy you're going to agree with in this room. It might not be that one, but
2: When I read the bio you guys sent me in the email, I screenshot it and sent it to him, and I said, Dude, you got to read this. I said, we got it. We got to have these guys on. And I was like, Keep your fingers crossed that they you know, want to come onto our show because literally, Charles, you being so outspoken with some of the stuff you're posting in that group and some of the memes and stuff, I'm like, Man, this guy's awesome. I don't even know where to begin this conversation because it can go and, I mean, we can literally start anywhere. We can start at gay rights. We can start at gun rights. Pick one. Um, where do you want to go? All four of us can agree that the narrow-mindedness in this country and the divisiveness between left and right is really what's bringing this country down. One of the things that kind of got me off my, I keep saying narrow-mindedness, is is the fact that when you serve in the military, you come across all kinds of people. When I first joined, I had this vision of what the infantry would be like, and by the time I got out 13 years later, I had served with blacks, whites, Mexicans, Asians, gays, a couple of gay guys, uh, who never really felt comfortable to come out, but it was obvious, and
0: I don't understand what
2: you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, what I mean? but it was cool because I got experience to things that opened my mind to the world and got me thinking about you know what man, who am I to say that my beliefs are more important than this person's beliefs? You know, so when you just said I'm gay and I'm pro Second Amendment, I think you're the first person that I've ever met who said that. Well, there's my husband, and that's
0: probably
2: that. Though it's the two of us.
0: Yeah, that, that I know <laughs> actually so <laughs> so far. I
2: mean you know that it's it's amazing because I think why wouldn't oh <laughs> hold on I'm sorry I don't want to interrupt you yeah.
0: lesbians will shoot you <laughs> a lesbian will shoot you in you the know, face he, the gay man you know we gay guys get a little squeamish around guns I've had gay friends you know get that gun out of my house I don't want that in here you know and uh, fine you know I'll go uh, store it perfectly legally unlocked in the trunk of my car at least legally uh now. And for at now, time. for the time being. Uh, but a lesbian will fucking shoot you. My <laughs> sister's a dyke, <laughs> and if you cross her, she's gonna just whip out a handgun and kill you. That's an
2: awful stereotype, but stereotypes are often true. And um, Aren't they? People think that stereotypes somehow aren't real, and that we're not supposed to laugh at them or talk
0: about them. No, they exist for a reason. They don't come out of nowhere. It's not like there's a stereotype factory that's just pumping out these random attributes and saying, well, we're going to say gay people lisp and like sex, and then we're going to say, or gay men, I should say, and then lesbians enjoy Birkenstocks
3: and um, a nice thick jacket. That's true. (laughs) I'll tell you right now, honestly, on the way here, you guys got here before I did, and I said, God damn it, we're used to interviewing straight artists and they're always fucking late. I said, We got a gay guy, he's gonna. Because I was early. early." I told my wife, I go, God damn it, we got a gay, gay guy coming. I should have known better. He's gonna be organized and fucking on time, <laughs> son of a
0: bitch. We were on.
3: Well, look, we're two professional
0: men in, in our middle ages we're going to be on time. Yeah. I mean, come on. Most of the
3: friends we Every do... even, even professionals that we've had interviews, they always run off late. So Because he told me like 6.30, and I was like, all right, because I don't live that far away, but I was like five minutes, and I was like, ah, I got time. And
2: I was like, but why wouldn't anyone in the gay community want to be pro-Second Amendment? Because it seems like whether you're gay, whether you're not, it seems like anybody in America would want to protect themselves because they have that right. It doesn't matter. The fact that, oh, you're gay, you must be non Pro gun? Or you you must be against guns. It is ludicrous to me because when somebody breaks into your fucking house or wants to you know assault your family or steal from your from your house or whatever it may be, they don't care who or what you are, right? I mean, the fact that you can protect yourself should be the right to protect yourself. And I think I saw one of your guys' posts and it made perfect sense. I just can't wrap my head around why the gayest of the gays wouldn't want to be pro guns. I don't know why. Why isn't it? More common for
0: gay men to play football. Why isn't it more common yeah. for gay men to go into the military? I think
3: it's a lot more common than we know. Oh, it's
0: common. It's more common than we think. But I don't. Right. I think that if you were to run the statistics, run the probabilities, you're going to find that uh, disproportionately football, the military. These are interests of. Uh, heterosexual men disproportionately right. uh, than gay men i don't know why do gay men and look I, you know what i love to spend a sunday afternoon sitting at home in the air conditioning watching absolutely fabulous and drinking martinis that's 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 great but um you know sometimes you have to just realize that you have to protect yourself and i don't know why more gay men aren't pro second amendment um I don't know if it's because they're they have daddy issues and I'm being serious there. I don't know if it's because they're intimidated by the hyper masculinity of a gun of a gun store. You know, just walking into a gun store, you walk into Second Amendment Sports and it's fantastic, but you know, there's dead animals on the walls and that's not something, you know, you're going to get uh, a lot of gay men right, particularly right. to to grock you have um, if you if you and they're afraid that they might they might swish a little and give themselves away so they might try to pass it's it's going to be a lot of really I'm seeing a business idea here a gun <laughs> store I'm telling you look I, I got I got some customers for you but you know we we went to uh, get a gun. Um, I, I don't know if we're supposed to... No, good name it. Name, name it off. Places. Name okay. it off. Name away, man. Those guys are so welcoming. Those guys were fantastic. I texted the owner and told him uh, who we were, who the pink pistols and straight shooters of Bakersfield were. His his response was, you know, fantastic. And um, you go in, I tell them, look, I've had a pistol for 13 years. It's a Beretta 92 FS. Uh, I, I, I know how to uh, to take it apart and clean it, not to not use too much oil, et cetera, et cetera. I can shoot it. That's all I know about handguns. And that's all I know about guns pretty much is that. Um, that's where I was at the beginning of the week. Um, you know, you go in there, you ask them questions. Um, they they give you the answers. They don't shame you. You use the wrong terminology. They'll gently correct you. They don't say, look, faggot, you don't know that uh, it's it's not called a clip. It's called a magazine. You, uh, This
2: is not a handgun. They this educate a, you. Yeah. Be- yeah. yeah. Because I think they know the... The, the importance of what they're doing. They're not, you know, they're not out there to make themselves look cool and be on commercials and, and make the money. They understand that when you come into their store, you're coming in for a reason, which can be the difference between life and death. I admire that in, in that store. I've heard nothing but good things about them. For the most part, every store I think in Bakersfield, with the exception of a couple, are like that. I've been to all of them. That's amazing. How long ago did you buy that?
0: Uh, well, let's see. Just uh, today we went in and. I still want to call it an AR-15, but I know that's technically not what it is. Randy, what what did I buy today?
1: It's just a rifle, some auto rifle.
0: Okay, on the AR platform, on the AR platform. Okay, and at least I understand. Have you ever shot one before? Ever? No, no. I I have to wait ten goddamn days.
2: Oh, so you? Oh, damn! That sucks, man. So (laughs) I thought uh, you went to go pick it up today. So, oh no, that sucks. No, No, got
0: paperwork today, California. And you know where I work, I I get death threats weekly, if not daily, you know, um, you know, Charles, uh, I know I've had some a patient tell me, I know where you live what? and you better be nicer to me. And so, you know, I, I'm just going to hope that BPD can keep them away from me for the next 10 days <laughs> if they decide. And I know that my only concern with BPD is that they're all going to break their legs running to help me if I actually get into a situation because, um, I'm just worried for their health that they're going to try to respond too quickly.
2: Well, I just think that you know, men like you are breaking through the, the barrier. You look at right-wing Republicans, and I think you scare the absolute shit out of them. And I think when you look at left-leaning liberals, they don't know what the fuck to do with somebody like yourself. You know what I mean? Who Because both these ideologies are just so hell-bent on dr- keeping this line drawn in, in between us and separating us when it's complete – utter absurdity, man, to to even think that way because your life matters. You know what I'm saying? Your life matters. No one's life matters less than the other person's just because of their lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? And it's a very, very beautiful thing to know that uh, people are starting to wake up whether they're gay or, or straight or whatever. I mean, it Well, I mean, it's not like the gays haven't been also singled out
3: in the past for violence. It's not even to protect yourself over the top. Like you're saying about somebody, you know, randomly breaking in your house. Well, there's been instances where it's been for a reason that, you know, because somebody was gay that they were targeted as well. So,
2: I mean. Oh, that happens all the time. Right. It still happens. You know, and what really boggles my mind about this whole Orlando shooting event is that, you know, I've been to the Middle East. Muslim men have homosexual tendencies and i've seen it in egypt afghanistan kuwait place i've seen it in my own bedroom yeah (laughs) damn but they you know what i mean though they do man they hold (laughs) hands they hold (laughs) in afghanistan they have man love fridays man love where, where, where they get where they get young boys and they dress them up they call them cheskas anybody that's been to afghanistan knows what i'm talking about and yet there, you see them in Iran and Iraq throwing gay guys off roofs and stuff. That I can't wrap my head around. And I've been listening to some podcasts and some shows recently where they brought that up. And they, it's like they have these urges because it's in their culture. There's this saying I saw, and I think I told you when we first met, Randy. When I went to my first deployment, I was shocked to see it. I was really, it kind of threw me for a loop. And I asked my one of my interpreters, and he says, well, women are for babies, men are for fun. And Fair enough. I've never forgot that. Yet you see ISIS throwing them off the tops of buildings, lighting them on fire. So it's like, it's okay for them to do it behind closed doors. But when it becomes open and they're broadcasting it, oh, we're going to light you on fire. Well, it's not gay if you're on top. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: I we all understand that, right? I mean, that's not the first time you guys have heard that.
3: Well, without sure. even knowing, like when they were like in Tora Bora for a month or whatever, I was like, there's no way that you've got these dudes tunneled up together for Years on end, and that these dudes aren't some shit ain't going down because it, and but and they're so against it.
2: I mean, you look at a guy and the way guys are when they get turned on and they get horny compared to a woman. Guys are a lot more aggressive. I don't. I think that's the same whether you're gay or straight. Am I wrong? No, that's 100 right. Yeah, see, that's I, why I, I would think so.
0: You look at gay men, and we go out and we fuck behind bushes and parks, and we don't care if the cops arrest us. We're not going to be stopped. And then you look at lesbian women, and they settle down immediately when they find someone remotely compatible, and then they immediately stop having sex. It's called lesbian bed death. Google it. It's a thing. (laughs) And, you know, when you put two women in a room and decide, you know, when's it time to have sex, it's going to be, let's call Pizza Hut and comma never. And when you put uh, two guys in a room and decide when it's time to have sex, they've already got their dicks in their mouths.
2: (laughs) I could imagine it's the same. Guys are guys. It doesn't matter what you're looking at, what you're into. A man's a man, and so I don't understand how these Muslims. It, that's what really kind of. And right now we're, we've been talking that things don't add up about it, and I don't want to get into the conspiratorial yeah. issues about this. But I don't understand why he chose that demographic. What the purpose was? I,
3: I, I do, and I said it, and I sent you a text as soon as it happened. I said, I guarantee you. That that dude has been in that club before, has probably messed around, has had gay relations with people before, and for some reason he found God or whatever, he's got to pray the gay way basically, and take revenge. The minute it happened, I was like, that dude's been in there before. He's has, He's got
2: some issues somewhere. you think that was it? I mean, his wife said he has... I can tell you right now, if he's a Muslim man from Afghanistan... Chances are he's got. They gay said he was tendency.
3: familiar at the club, and they said like that he had been on grinder and shit.
0: I don't know if he's gay. He didn't suck my dick, but it sounds reasonable. You know, he's there. He he's conflicted. But even assuming he's a homosexual, and assuming it's causing uh, some sort of conflict, some sort of um, cognitive dissonance, as we would say, uh, in his head. Uh, what is, what is the root of that? Is it the fact that he's gay or is it the, or is the root of it the fact, and by the way, right now I am not speaking on behalf of the Pink Pistols and Straight Shooters of Bakersfield who welcome everyone regardless of religious uh, preference. Or is it the fact that he is embracing this toxic religious doctrine and I believe that all religions are equal glimpses of the same untruth. I'm an atheist. I don't believe in religion. However, we can't deny you can't deny that right now in this year, in this month some religions, and maybe one in particular, is more dangerous than others and he happened to subscribe to a very dangerous interpretation of this dangerous religion. You're talking about the Amish, right? I am of course talking about the Pennsylvania Dutch (laughs) their delicious (laughs) apple pies (laughs) and horse-drawn carriages. They have to be stopped. Good,
2: good so,
3: handmade furniture, too. Yeah.
2: So what? what is your guys' real mission with the group? Are you trying to get more gays out there involved and in, in understanding their Second Amendment rights? I've just met you guys two days ago, three days ago, so I haven't really gotten to details about what you guys seek to accomplish with this group. Because would, it would appear to me that you guys just want more gays to kind of get more gun-savvy and understand their rights. Is that
0: We are, and I'm going to let Randy explain this, we are
1: a single-issue civil rights
0: group that shoots. Okay.
1: Basically, I mean, we have gay people and straight people, all with the idea of we want more people active in the shooting sports, more people aware of what's happening to our Second Amendment rights, more people exercising the Second Amendment right, more people able to protect themselves, defend themselves, um take care of themselves in dangerous situations. It's really single issue. I mean, you heard Charles going off on toxic religion. We disagree on a lot of things. In fact, yesterday, we had an at least an hour, right? about that, yeah. At least an hour-long debate over religion, certain aspects of religion. Yeah, We're because you're, about
2: you're married, you have children, you're religious, right? Right, yeah. Okay. I'm a
1: uh, evangelical Christian, okay. married kids. Um,
2: Man, how, and you guys just been friends your whole life? like childhood. No, about five years maybe. Okay. About five years. How yeah. in the hell did that happen? <laughs> uh,
0: well, you know what? I, I don't want to fall down this rabbit hole, but the bottom line is conservatives are more tolerant of people who disagree with them than liberals are. I have been unfriended on Facebook by friends who I've had for 15 years who are liberal really? because they didn't like the fact that... Um, you know that that I was criticizing Barack Obama in the same way that I would criticize George W. Bush. They didn't like the fact that I would say, I would stand up and say, look, I'm an attorney. So I would stand up and say, let's not convict George Zimmerman before we hear all of the evidence. Let's not assume we know the facts. And uh, that's what I would do for anyone. That's what I'm saying about this crazed shooter's wife. I want to hear the facts before I say that she needs to be tried and found guilty. Yeah, I was just um, on that today. Period. We need the facts, and uh, and liberals, and not all of them. I'm sure there's some good ones out there, but my liberal friends will will unfriend me, and I have never been unfriended by a conservative friend for criticizing conservatism or making an atheist post or anything that they would find
1: offensive. And, uh, and, and he said me. he said some really horrible things too. <laughs> um, but that's just who he is. But we ended up. We actually. We met in school. We were both in school together, Uh and we just started talking, and and we just would have these long discussions about things. And, uh, you know, found out we just sort of, I don't know, I can only speak for myself, but I just discovered that we had a lot in common on some issues, and we have a lot that we don't agree on in other issues. But we can sort of live with that tension in the sense that we discuss those things once in a while, but there's there's a whole broad area of stuff that we're in agreement on. Right. And the stuff that we're mostly in agreement on Is actually it's important stuff. You know, it has to do with civil liberties and what's going on in our country right now, and the state, sort of the state of the nation, and and things like that. Um, And he's fun to talk to because he's really smart, and so you can have a good argument with him and just sort of dig in. And nobody gets mad. Everyone just sort of we all leave as friends. And and yeah, that's
2: one thing I'm learning with doing this whole podcasting gig. Is at first we didn't really feel comfortable having people we disagreed with, but I think it's healthy to get the dialogue going. I mean somebody was just telling us – I had one of my uh, English teachers in here the a professor. He was here on our last episode, and, and he sat right there telling us how it's more healthy for people to be in a debate and not agreeing and opening up the dialogue. It actually brings you closer together because you can appreciate those small things that you agree with because it makes a stronger bond between two people. So that – I'm all in favor of communicating – with someone who I don't agree with, which at the moment, I think the only people I don't agree with are hardline right-wing. I just that, say hardline religious, and then I'm Yeah, out, I'm yeah, hardline religious. No matter
3: the religion, you call it hardline religion, and I'm out. Yeah, I, I, the,
2: you could bring the most left li- left-leaning liberal in here, and I can agree with them probably more than I can, a Republican. So it might be a little different than you. Maybe it's because I come from that. you know. Maybe maybe it's because you you, know, you kind of come from like the left-leaning liberal side, maybe, and then or is that am I right to say that?
0: I think I, my instincts are liberal. Yeah, my, my yeah, instincts
2: right. are left leaning, liberal. Right. Um,
0: but my 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 brain is fairly libertarian. It's yeah. it's very analytical.
2: Are you guys looking into like Gary Johnson for president? Have you guys been following him and looking into some of his? He doesn't stand a chance.
0: A bit, a bit. I mean, I, I listen to uh, the libertarian debate. Um, I'm I'm familiar with him in the broadest strokes. And um, I, I'm paying attention as much to that as, uh, as it warrants, given the fact that he has absolutely no chance. No of chance. Of no no chance. America.
2: And it sucks because, I mean, some of the views he has and some of the ideas he has make a lot of sense. Well, and you know,
1: if, I guess I just read today that CNN's going to do a town hall uh, with, with him, with mm-hmm. him and the, his vice presidential candidate. And that'll give them some exposure. If they get 15% in some polls or something, they they get invited. They get invited to the the debate. Which I think would only be a good thing. Whether you're a libertarian, a conservative, whatever, it it can't hurt to have another voice on that stage that's maybe not saying the exact same thing. Um, I I know we have – this is my opinion, and I'm not speaking on behalf of anyone other than myself. But it seems like that the two parties that we have are really like two sides of the same coin. Because the, the White House changes hands every so yeah, often. Yeah, 48 years. Yeah. yeah, it changes hands, and Congress flips, and the Senate flips, or the House, the House flips, and the Senate flips, and we get... But really, the trajectory never changes. Never. Of the government, you look at it, the government always grows, always more laws, always less liberty. It's just, every time the government grows, the citizen gets smaller, so we've been on this trajectory of growing the government, and it doesn't matter if it's a Republican in the White House or a Democrat in the White House, it seems like nothing ever changes. It's 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 always the promise, hey, give us the majority and we'll do this, then we they get the majority and then...
2: And I'm a big fan of Rage Against the Machine, have been since I was 12, and members of Rage Against the Machine recently got together with members of Public Enemy and Cypress Hill and they formed Prophets of Rage, and they literally stand for everything that you just said. That both parties have done this damage both economically and socially to our country that the only people suffering at the moment are the people. And so now, it, you know, this Prophets of Rage movement that, you know, make, it's, it's hashtag Make America Rage Again is let's push all these people to the sea and let's push them off a cliff. It doesn't mean like stand out and get violent, but you know what? Stand up and say something because this divisiveness and this illusion of left or right two-party system has destroyed this country during a period where we should be coming together and you have people like Gary Johnson you have groups like yours and I think podcasts like ours where we're bringing everyone together from all walks of life and understanding that you know what, stop, 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 time out enough is enough You know, we need to start coming together because our country is still our country and if we let these people, left or right keep going in the paths that they're going and keep driving us to the point of no return then we're fucked, whether you're gay, religious it doesn't matter what you are you, as an american citizen you're fucked and now you're becoming you're you're enslaved to a system that gives you no rights and that's really what this show stands for and that's really why i wanted to have you guys on because in all seriousness you know we can joke and and, and laugh and all we want but at the end of the day when we go to bed at night every day we wake up it seems like we're losing more and more rights california just passed that what like four bills? They just voted on four bills. Yeah, that today. Yeah. Today was it? Today or yesterday?
1: They, well, they were. I think they were voting on them yesterday. Actually,
2: right. They passed them out of some committee. Now they're going to go. And the average I, person doesn't even know about this. And, and it's like these, these are gun uh, these are gun restrictions that are huge. I mean, one of them. I hate that they call it the bullet button, but pretty much any rifle with the uh, with the locking mechanism on the magazine is going to be damn near impossible to buy for most people. Uh, they're they're going to try and get the ammo regulations where you know you're suddenly tracked on how much ammo you buy. Yeah, background checks. For background ammunition. checks for ammunition.
1: Um, just think about the cost uh, for the infrastructure right. to implement that. Right. Exactly. I mean, we do we just want to burn money?
3: Well, honestly, I, I think no. They're trying to price us out of it. And right. They, well, that's and what'll they, happen. Yeah, and they can't. It's just a workaround because they know with the with the Constitution, they're not going to be able to ban guns. I mean, so they're going to say, here, you can have a gun. It's just going to be hard to buy ammo. Yeah, you know, what the fuck are going to shoot yeah. out of it because it's going to cost you $78 a bullet, you know? So go
2: ahead. Yeah. We were talking about that before we were recording, about how the cost effect... Because who sells ammo right now? Or who sells ammo right now? Walmart? Okay, the gun stores. Uh, who else? Who am I missing Well, there's here? some online vendors. Online that can, vendors.
1: That's still for the time being, but I'm right. sure they want to shut that down. Oh, yeah, exactly. Too. To
2: implement a system to where now your ID, your, your social, however they want to track it, that's gonna be that's gonna be expensive because they have to design that system, have people pay people to build it, and then pay people to run it and maintain it and track it. How much money is that gonna take? When we're in a state that's you know running out of fucking water, you know what I'm saying? So it doesn't make any sense why they want to pass this. Well, then they went the environmental with the lead too. And what really bugs me, man, and you're gonna learn this, and you're, you're gonna fall in love with your AR. You're gonna see that your AR is like when you get it. It's all. Did you get it stock? Like was it stock when you bought it? Hey, Randy <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So yeah. it's all so it's all stock. So what you're gonna see yeah. when you get it, you're gonna be like, oh my god! And I can build this onto it. I can add this to it. I can. Your AR is just gonna you can evolve accessorize all over time. What of was it, it the guy?
1: What was it the guy said at the store today? He was like, ARs are like Barbie dolls for guys. That's what he said. Endless accessories. Yeah. And I mean, just you can fashion yeah. them up however you want. Oh man, yeah.
2: mine! I'll, I'll show you guys mine before you leave. But my point is that uh, you're gonna see that 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 as you as you get into this your AR it's going to become harder and harder for you to want to do this and that in itself is wrong that's horrible and um, that, that there's this illusion that ARs are assault rifles and yeah okay maybe technically on on some terms that's what you can refer to them as but there's this stigma about them it's a rifle that, with cool shit on it yeah, yeah. It, you know cool when, when, shit. you know the average politician they and this is what I was getting at is so confused they they look at like an M1 or an uh, an M14 right and then they look at an M14 with like a TAPCO tactical stock on it. It's the same rifle, but one looks like a hunting version of it, and the other one's got like a tactical stock on it. Nothing's different about the rifle, it just looks different. And they want to outlaw the cool tactical shit. side of it because it scares them, because they look at it and they think combat, death, destruction, and they don't understand. The, the 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 specifics of it. I hate when I see politicians refer to this bullet button like you press it and suddenly it's like this magical well they make it sound like button. well
3: they make it sound like it, it like it's a it's the to flip it from semi-auto to auto type yeah, thing. That,
1: I saw that actually. I watched a guy. I was watching um, the news one night and they had there. It was actually Fox, and they had. Their expert, their firearms expert, on there, and he was talking about the bullet button. He and you press the bullet button, and it turns it into a machine gun. I've seen that.
2: This is a politician.
1: Yeah, well, the politicians do that too. There was that guy in California with the ghost guns or something. You remember that guy? It was a YouTube video. Yeah, it's almost the same thing. No, you can tell they have no idea. No, and they're listening
2: to staffers and lobbyists and all these people who are advising them, and they don't. And they're just in in front of these cameras acting like complete imbeciles, man.
1: Well, did you? I don't know if this. This may be just an apocryphal story. You know, like Wives' Tale. But I'm almost—I read this. I believe I read this somewhere. I read a lot, and so I never know exactly where this stuff comes from. But it's my understanding that when they did the original assault weapons ban, they just took a catalog and just looked through it and picked the ones that looked assaulty. I, I wouldn't honestly. So like, oh, this a- one's yeah, this like one looks a- a- salty, and this one looks. Oh, this one looks. Like basically, anyone me. that was
3: painted black, they're like, no, "Nope, you're out." No, no, black's
1: gone. Well, that's funny because you know, like the Ruger Mini 14. You guys yeah. are familiar with that. Yeah, right? I used to have that's one. That's like a classic rifle. Been around forever. Uh,
2: the California Corrections used on, all, on other towers. It's Think an of all rifle. the
1: lives saved by the A team with the Ruger yeah. Mini 14. Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the standard stock. Configuration, you know the brown, the ranch right, rifle, you know, right. brown, whatever. the varmint ranch yeah, rifle. Yeah, that's just that's just a rifle, but you put the polymer, you know, the polymer stock on yeah, there. Yeah, th- I bought a Tapco rifle right. stock. Yeah, suddenly it becomes illegal because it's an assault, and it, and that's weapon. what I was just saying. It's, and the, it's same, the same exact it's, guts. It's identical. I mean, everything about it is the exact same, except now you've suddenly got because it's all cosmetics. You think like about cool the you, we, we ban guns because of cosmetics. That's the most ridiculous thing. It, it doesn't make any sense. But then you know a lot nothing does really well
2: anymore. and then i think what scares them too is that and you'll find this out too charles is that when when you get your ar i'm sure you got a rail system on yours on your handguard, so you're gonna be like you can mount shit to it now, now you can mount you know a surefire light you can mount you know a, a laser on it. you can mount forward assist you can i mean there's so much I'm cool not, shit i'm you not can mount. sure i
1: want to know what charles would mount to his frankly knowing him but
2: big, but, big dildo i don't know <laughs> what i'm supposed to say to <laughs> that <dildo. laughs> You know, at the Pink Pistols
0: and Straight Shooters of Bakersfield, we do not recommend using (laughs) your handguns or long guns as sexual
2: devices. Imagine this giant... Black baby arm dildo on the end of an AR. <laughs> that would get the shit out of somebody. But you're gonna that like would it.
0: Would be great for home protection, wouldn't it? Can you imagine like a big black
2: dildo on the end on of the end AR. of an AR, just mounted with a surefire right in their face? I have, I have broken
3: into the wrong goddamn house. You could you could put, instead of you know like the this <laughs> warning sign you put in front of there and be like you know not only are you gonna get shot, but you
0: know. wake up the gimp.
2: <laughs> but that's unfortunate because just because you add stuff to it, it's no different than adding stuff to, like, a car. You know, a nice car, and then put a kit on it. Or, you know, an Acura. I'm not even a car guy, so I don't know what I'm talking about. A Mustang, let's say. Turn a Mustang, you get a Cobra Mustang, and you add all this shit to it. Suddenly, a Uh, you know Cobra you buy off the lot now has all this added aftermarket shit on it now you're going to take it on the freeway drive 150 miles an hour and potentially kill a family driving home from Disneyland what's the difference between that and somebody well the car I would you know going and going and
3: argue actually does different shit The, the assault rifle does the exact same thing If
0: you banned modifying cars, you would have Asian uprisings that would make the Opium Rebellion of Japan look like (laughs) or China look like nothing. All
2: of Orange County would fucking be a war zone. (laughs) Well, I mean, and then what? My husband's
0: Asian. I can say that I love Asians.
3: The big thing is, is that like now they're coming out with this. We're gonna ban. People don't even know the difference between automatic and semi-automatic because they're making this big deal. We're gonna ban semi-automatic. So you want to ban? Pull the trigger once and a bullet
0: comes out. Yeah, isn't that like pregnant and not pregnant? Like you're semi. I'm semi pregnant. No, you're not. You're not <laughs> pregnant. It makes no sense. If it's not automatic, sense. it's not automatic.
2: Well, and what I what I really really bugs me, and I don't hold these people responsible, is that they were interviewing one of these guys outside of the nightclub in Orlando, and clearly he was in shock. He just saw. Something that, you know, the average civilian should never see. And, and he's trying to relive it and tell it to the media. And he's like, yeah, all I heard was brrr brrr," And I'm like, okay, this guy went through with a 9 mil and an AR, neither of which make that sound or fire like that. So the media hears that, and then they play that clip over and over and over and over again. And suddenly this narrative... Gets in there like this guy went through with a fully automatic Uzi or, you know, like a, 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 a M249 saw, like a full on machine gun, when in fact, you know, he was probably firing rapidly, which, you know, when you fire uh, a semi automatic AR, th- it's, it, it, it's going to fire as fast as you can pull that finger, you know, as fast as that, as that you know, trigger can move. So I can understand the discrepancies. I know he doesn't know any better, but that really upsets me because the ignorance behind it um, feeds the narrative. And now people are talking about it on these morning shows and these reporters and these fucking news people, and they don't know what they're talking about. And they think that you know because I have an AR, you have an AR, that you pull the trigger back, a hundred rounds are coming out. Watch the fuck out. And that's not the case. It's really, it's really fucking discouraging because ignorance feeds ignorance, you know what I'm saying? I think we can all agree, though, that that's on the media, not on the Mm -hmm. poor guy who just was traumatized. No, and and that's what I was saying. It's on the media. I mean, the guy didn't know what he was talking about. I'm sure, like you were saying, he... Yeah, because that
3: would have played once, and then they would have dropped the clip of it being like, you know, well, like, because if they had had any scruples, somebody in the newsroom would have went like, well, this is factually incorrect. We're not going to run this over and over and over again.
2: There's another article. Did you guys see the article recently where um, they took a guy from ABC News and he went to a gun range? And I think the article was titled something like, you know, guns are scary. And it, it, this guy in there, and he's shooting an AR, and he every time they fire it, he's jumping. Well, he didn't have ear pro on. Okay, indoors. With, indoors at an indoor range, he didn't have fucking ear pro on. Of course, you're gonna jump. From the same dude you did the rest. You just,
1: with... you just ruined your ears. Yeah, forever, it's like so. you
2: asshole. Like obviously, you know, you know who. First of all, what's the gun range that let that guy go in there with the camera and said, "Hey, man, oh, that was set up because he didn't even have like the orange foam ear plate. He had nothing, and he was right next to this dude." As he was firing off an AR. It's loud. You'll it's say, probably the
3: same reporter went in there and said, Wrestling's fake three times to that wrestler, and that guy sucked the piss out Talk of Talking about John
2: Stoffel? Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, that, you know, there was an. Actually, you mentioned that. I think you're talking about a different article, but there's one that came out today in the New York Daily News. Same kind of deal. Uh, a reporter, you know, goes to a gun range to see what an AR is really like. And in the article, you, you can just Google. Um, I think if you Google New York Daily News, uh, AR. Actually, what it'll you should do
0: out. is go to the Pink Pistols and Straight Shooters of Bakersfield on Facebook, and it'll be there. on Yeah, the it's page posted for you.
1: actually. But he goes into this. He finds somebody that'll let him sh- do this in the range. Go in the range and shoot an AR, and he happens to find, I'm guessing the in the only the one pro gun control gun dealer. In the, on the entire East which Coast, which doesn't make any sense, because this guy—he sounded like he was, you know, um, Mom's Demand Action spokesperson. So he goes in <laughs> and shoots this. He goes in and shoots this AR, and it's the same kind of situation. He talks about how it tormented him, it terrified him. He was, <laughs> he was. It was like firing a cannon. He had, you know, explosive power, and it was. And he's probably going to have PTSD. No, mildly he said from it, it, oh, was, it gave
0: him temporary PTSD. Which, as a mental health professional, pissed me off more than anything else uh, in the article. Please,
2: you know, that I hate how PTSD gets thrown around so much. I, I was medically retired because I, I got traumatic brain injury and, and was medically retired for PTSD. I don't take that lightly at all. I didn't see that one, and it's probably good I didn't because I would have punched my fucking screen. But yeah. well, what
3: about the the fake New York City ad that they did, where they were showing that about them people buying guns? Did you guys see that? It was a few months ago. Oh, where they set up the fake store? Yeah,
1: and they would the guys would yeah I saw that. It's it's okay. Oh, here's the headline ready? Firing an AR-15 is horrifying, menacing, and very, very loud.
2: It is loud. Okay. If you've never shot one, it is loud. You're gonna when you first fire yours. I have you ever have you ever shot one before? No. Perfect, because when you shoot yours, which is perfect, you should you should shoot yours first. The, the anticipation of, of never shooting an AR, you're, you're going to be like, okay, what's this going to be like? Once you fire that first round, you're hooked.
3: You know, it's like beer. Your first beer, you're like, by the second drink, you're like, I kind of like this a
2: little bit more than I did.
1: Thank you for putting it in terms I can understand.
3: It's
2: cool, though. You'll like it. and It's and like a
1: Krispy Kreme donut fresh out of the fryer. Okay, I can feel uh, that. <laughs> I'm also a fat guy, so... Okay.
2: Combine all that, and when you go shoot it, God, I'm gonna, we're going out to um, we're going to go out and try different ranges. Five Dogs so. is cool. I know a lot of guys that work there. Uh, my buddy Armando works there. I know, I know some of the some of the I crew out take there. i shotgun out of head. I got this goddamn shotgun. I bought two
3: years ago. I still haven't fired it yet.
2: Five Dogs is cool because it's an outdoor range. Now there's a lot of places in Kern County that someone knows where someone goes, and it's you know pretty secluded and whatnot. But I like Five Dogs because you, you know the, it gives you that. You have to go early because it's going to get hot as hell. Or, you know they're open till the sun goes down so really pick your time but five dogs is cool because it, it gives you that outdoor environment they got tables out there you can take your time you know your target put your targets wherever you want um, it's a little bit of a drive but i like it you know it's pretty neat i advise you to get some kind of a sight or a scope i'm sure he'll line you out i'm sure randy will line you out on that uh, learn to fire it with your iron sights first learn to zero your iron sights learn to use your iron sights that way, you know, when you use a sight or a scope or anything and it goes out, now you know both. You know, a lot of people get, who, don't, who have never shot before, they'll go and they'll buy, like, an ACOG or a, any kind of, like, high-speed scope, you know, with magnification on it. And then you ask them what happens when that breaks or when you lose that or when that, you're not able to use that now. What are you going to do? Do you know how to shoot your iron sights? Like, Same I mean, everybody who bought a, a, a laser with
3: their pistols. Yeah,
2: yeah, the little Crimson oh, Tracy. Yeah.
1: the
3: lasers.
2: So does your husband shoot as well or is it just you? Uh,
0: he did when he was a kid because his dad is well they're from Jersey, but I don't I don't know what the Jersey version of a good old boy is. But that's what his dad is. Like Dad's a, is a like good a
2: ga- guy. Like a gangster like sopranos? <laughs> no, no, they're not no, Italian. No. They're, no, there's the other side of Jersey.
0: They're like uh they're sort of like the Polish dock worker okay. version of good okay. old boys. Okay. Um but uh yeah, he did when he was a kid, but he he's very phlegmatic.
2: My wife, you know, she's got a little 380, real tiny little 380. She keeps on her purse at all times, and you know, she's pregnant right now, so she'll walk and she'll put it like in her little backpack. She's another law that they just voted on. What they, what was the law that they? They just... were
3: trying to pass, basically, if I've got this correct, that like that we could get permits for concealed carry because if our they... Second Amendment said so. Kind of getting around the cause letter type thing. Oh, the shall
1: issue may issue kind yeah, of Yeah, the San Diego. Yeah, that's the um, whether the the state whether the sheriff shall issue or may issue the permit. Now yeah. I think you have to show cause to have a permit. Um, versus, what, what if qualifies
2: as no cause? How about protecting my fucking family? How about this? Bakersfield has had forty-five killings. Uh, since Christmas, I think it was fifty nine. Okay. The
3: day that it went up, it's like they said fifty nine as of
2: this. Let's year. let's just agree on fifty. There's been fifty murders in Bakersfield since the first of the year, roughly. And uh, I worry about my family's safety. Is that fucking reason enough, man? I, I mean, believe
1: they. Pre- I believe they specifically say that general self defense is not acceptable as a good cause. It right. Has to and be like, right. Okay. You know, well, I, I I service ATM machines. Yeah. You know, at two in the morning or whatever. You know, that's cause a specific thing um there are pla- there are jurisdictions where it's shall issue where they do the background check they look at who you you know your your history and if there's no reason to prohibit you from having um, no reason to prohibit you from having it you're not you know a felon or something then they shall they must issue the permit so you get the permit if there's no reason to disqualify you here it's different here it's, it's if, if you pass the t- the qualifications mm-hmm. you may be issued a permit at the discretion of here it's the sheriff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the BPD used to handle it for the city, and the sheriff handled it for the county. Now it's, all the now it's all at the sheriff's office.
2: So you reckon behavioral health? I do. So one of the misconceptions that I hate hearing about and that really bothers me is that, oh, if you have PTSD, you can't get a concealed carry. That's not true. I'm 100% disability the rest of my life, retired out of the Army, and I can go get one if I wanted to. I think if you have a condition like schizophrenia, they're not going to let somebody walk in there and they're talking to you know their buddy, their invisible friend. You know, and they're not going to let that guy apply <laughs> for one. But I think the biggest misconception amongst veterans, at least, who don't know any better, is that, oh, I got PTSD. I can't get one. That's not the case. That's not the case at all. So I want to clear that up. because. And the same goes, like, if somebody has a cannabis card. We had a, a Golden State Cooperative or a medical dispensary, uh, marijuana dispensary in town. And uh, that people were under that misconception that, oh, I got and my I, can- I got my cannabis card. I can't get a concealed carry or even buy a gun. No, wrong, false. There's no database on that. So I just want to clear that up. I was going to say. Yet, there yet. might be a
3: database, but they're not using it <laughs> yet. I I would like to to
0: just say, not as a policy matter, but as just as a uh, – this is Charles talking. Um, if you're – whatever your uh, flavor of mental illness is, and we're all a little bit crazy, but whatever the, your flavor is, if you're struggling with thoughts of harming yourself or struggling with thoughts of harming others, a – seek help immediately and be you know consider voluntarily relinquishing your guns to a family member or even temporarily to the authorities and uh consider um until you've overcome those maybe not um maybe shooting's not for you that's just my opinion you guys can yell at me right now but in that narrow circumstance i just think shooting happen? might not I be either. for you
2: no, be responsible with yeah. the ownership period in 2013, I, I was going through a pretty rough spell, and uh, I was more or less forced. My unit wasn't gonna come take them, but they said, "Hey, man, you got you got to the end of the day to get all your guns, bring them to the armory, and uh, you know you're getting enrolled in behavioral health." And I was reluctant because it was that machismo. Now I'm giving up my man card by turning my guns into my unit, and you know they. But they were professional about it, and they said, "Look, we're not gonna come and have the MPs or CID come to your house and take them from you. We're gonna expect that you're gonna do the right thing and bring them." And I did. I understood that, you know, hey, man, you know, two days ago, I tried to off myself. I don't need these in my house. I got my wife, my daughter. But it was hard because I think there's something about owning a gun. It does give you that um, not so much false bravado, but it gives you that sense of like, like, I got guns in my house right now. I know that my house is taken care of. I can protect my family. When those are gone, now you're like, shit, what am I going to do, man? Grab a butter knife? I mean, what the fuck, man? I got a little three-inch blade on my hip, you know? So having that firearm gives you that sense of security. So going back to where this conversation started, I can't understand why so many people in the gay community are anti gun. You would think that more would be thinking like yourself, you know, I need this to protect myself because there are so many stereotypes and, and ignorant assholes out there trying to cause trying harm. To hate cause yeah, yeah, hate crimes and shit. I love the fact that you're into this, man. I'm so glad we met. I'm so glad you, you, you listened to us and you, you came on here. I hope this is a building relationship because uh, I think this is what America needs. Thanks. It's great to be here. Yeah. No, it was a lot of fun, actually. So you got the group started. How many people are in the group? I know it just opened up.
0: Uh, it's between 15 and 20 right now. I haven't looked at the latest numbers, right. but this is we're not even at the end of our first seven-day period. Right. So anyone who wants to count, who wants to join... We're a single issue civil rights group. We support um, gun rights for all Americans, regardless of sexual orientation or gender identity. And we also shoot. So you don't have to shoot to book along. You just have to support the Second Amendment. You can find us on uh, Facebook. Just do a search for Pink Pistols and Straight Shooters of Bakersfield. I'll I'll attach a
2: link to it. Oh, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Just go there. You guys are planning like regular shoots, maybe once a month or something, where you guys go to a range or something.
0: We are once we find a range, once uh-huh. we get
2: settled, once
0: I, you know, once I get my arsenal complete, because you know I
1: he, he I went a little crazy this week. It, it's funny to watch actually, because you know I've been around this stuff for yeah, a long time yeah. and sort of grew up around it. My dad taught me to shoot and you know just the whole thing, and then I'm just watching him. He's like going, jumping in like both feet, like right? Whoa, yeah. whoa, slow down, dude! It, <laughs> <laughs> just there's plenty of time. Plenty just of wait you know, just wait until he discovers
2: just, hollow points and some of the oh new, man, you know, because
1: like, he's just going nuts. He's like a kid in a candy store. He's well, like, look, I go to the big five. five.
0: I have to buy. I have to buy a Ruger 1022. I have to buy the Mossberg 930, and then I go home and I'm, and Randy gets uh, an AR-15, so
2: I have to have one.
0: And now uh, I you
2: need know, something you might, to You You might enjoy carry. that 1022 a lot more than you enjoy your AR because with 1022 the, is funny. Yeah. I, it, it, I love shooting twenty two. You, That's you, my you can do so actually. much with the 1022. They have hundred round drums you can get for them. I mean, wink, wink, nudge, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was um, gonna actually. I was gonna bring up the uh, 1022 when we were yeah, talking about guns you being can,
3: the same as it, cause that. because that fucker. You can make that thing look. You like can a, have
2: stocks galore too, man. Uh, it, I mean, ten twenty twos are fun little guns. I had one for a while. Cheapest shit to so shoot. The, yeah, cheapest cheapest shit. I don't know how. I heard the twenty two in California is hard, a little to, hard get to get now. But though. It is
1: not easy. It's loosening up a little bit. It's actually in stock some places, but for a while you couldn't get it. Yeah, I mean, either. I would see posts like shit Walmart Did, there. They
2: got you know. Yeah, this Walmart right here. When they get their when they get their supplies, sometimes I'll go there like at midnight when they're and, that, and there's like eight dudes waiting in line. Um, but you'll like that a lot better, I think, than your than your AR. But the AR is the master. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna fall in love with that. Do that's you, what I'm missing
3: from my arsenal. I've I got still shotguns, sleep with mine. Got deer rifle. The AR15 I still don't have. I still sleep my mine. Sometimes.
2: Handguns, everything that's missing. Yeah. Well, dude, thank you guys for coming on, man. I really appreciate it, man. I'm glad, glad I'm glad it, we absolutely. met. I'm really excited that uh, you know we got a relationship going. You guys are always welcome here. Um, is there any other links or any other events you guys want to put out there? Anything whatsoever that you guys want to? Are involved in or anything?
1: No, probably not. Just the the Facebook only. I mean, we're like I said, we're just brand new, so it's mm-hmm. really easy to have like explosive growth when you're. And you know, we can say, oh yeah, we're gonna put our, this up the size. In. Our group has doubled in the last forty eight hours. Yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> that's the bogus statistics crap. You know, we've doubled from four to eight. That's what we
3: now. did when we started this. We're like, shit, if it doubles every day, we're in. You know, yeah. like. <laughs>
1: Everybody in the world is listening by the 40th day or so.
3: we
2: got a large audience, and I, hopefully people are – I know I got a lot of messages because I posted on my personal Facebook that you guys agreed to come on, and, and I got probably about a dozen messages and comments, uh, uh, probably about 50 likes on it. Yeah. But I, I would say about 50 likes on it, and then uh, about a dozen comments and a few more private messages that people are excited to hear what you guys got to say, and they're excited you guys are even existing. Really, you're controlling the narrative. I, I think actually you're going to find out that there's more – to you guys and what you think, I think you guys are going to see a lot, of, lot come out of this because this is what people want to see. Well, honestly. I think for
1: me, it's um, the way I look at it, it. For me, it's a moral issue because yeah. when I think about um, when I think about humans, I believe in human dignity mm-hmm. and the importance of human life. Um, you know, if you've ever watched a if you've ever watched a, a, a mouse when you drop it in the cage to feed a snake. The mouse is just terrified, right? Sees the snake and runs to the corner, hides under the log, terrified, knows it's going to die. I hate the thought of these people in these places like Orlando, in San Bernardino, um, knowing that the snake is coming and they have no way to defend themselves. And they've been told by their government, you may not defend yourself.
3: That's my thing is pe- people armed together in a group are such a bad thing. When's the shooting at a gun show going to happen? It doesn't because there's the threat of mutual destruction. It doesn't. Nobody's going to get stupid. Well, they attack the weak.
2: They attack the weak. It's one of the oldest tactics. In, and, you know, in, I just
1: think it's immoral for the government to put its citizens in that position. Well, you know, it, to make you vulnerable by law, you are vulnerable. You may not defend yourself. And you may have to suffer through that someday because we say so. When every single one of those people that passes those laws are surrounded by people, bodyguards, so armed se- protection all service, the time, they security. never have to worry about a day in their life. But they put that on us as the citizens. And I just think it's. A, I think it's. Um,
3: we want the government to cut us a check so we can get a detail of three guys, and then we won't well, have to carry. Yeah.
2: You know what? Though America's waking up, and I think the uh, stereotypes and the narrow mindedness is being abolished slowly but surely and when i see groups like you guys and many others it gives me hope you know what the people are standing up i'm saying let's make america rage again man let's get the people back and that is what freedom fest on july 2nd at b riders is all about we want you guys to come join us Um, i'm going to hook you guys up with a couple tickets today you guys come join us on july 2nd at b riders the aviators rearview mirror il tiempo come celebrate america with Chad Man and Randy Show. Come celebrate freedom, independence, all your rights, all your liberty. It's going to be awesome. It's less than two and a half weeks away. We got so many sponsors involved, so many people. Make America rage again, all right? This is the Chad Man and Randy Show. Out. <laughs>